0: Today, we're talking $100 million Partnerships Blueprint. It's how I'm using an AI prompt system to get us to nine figures and beyond. This is a strategy playbook. This is a strategy video. This is real-time things that I'm doing, that I'm testing, and I want to share with you this year in preparation for the upcoming year, no matter when you're watching this video. So if that sounds interesting, then let's get into it. Welcome, everyone, to the Partner Up Profits podcast. I'm your host, Joy Viancourt, a former introverted small towner who now adds value to businesses by sharing the most effective ways to grow and scale using affiliate and influencer partnership strategies. I'll share the lessons I've learned over the past 15 years while helping my clients generate more than 100 million in sales. We'll also dive into productivity hacks, mindset and the newest trends from real case studies and expert interviews. You're just one partnership away from changing your business. Get ready, partner up, and profit. Let's get into it. Before we do, my name is Joy Valencourt. For those of you new to the channel, I help scale businesses and I have for the past 15 years using partnership marketing strategies. Now I need to scale teams, I need to scale operation systems, and I need to integrate AI. Okay, so this is the perfect time to do this if you're at year end and it's a time of reflection you're in the season of retrospect before you start to plan for the upcoming year today we're december 1st 2023 okay so no matter when this is coming out this could be relevant to you to help plan and expand the partnerships team or expand your company or any team that you're working with this is partnership related because that's what we talk about on this channel but ultimately this is a strategy that i want to give myself A team or a company to start thinking clearly about how they're going to level up and grow in the future based on their goals. And the goal of this was to create a repeatable system that I can personally leverage and reference every time I want to come back to it or give my team the exercise to do repeatedly year after year and continue to refine it. So don't forget to hit subscribe, the like button, and everything else is going to keep you connected and getting updates. And of course, what does it take to get? to $100 million as a company or as a team or as a department? That's the question that I'm faced with almost on a daily basis. And I I think about it all the time. Our goal is to get to $100 million and then become a billion dollar brand. Okay, so it's a very lofty goal. Not a lot of companies make this goal. Um, We are continuing to strive and double down on everything that we've been doing. And we're seeing great success. But that is the question that I hold in mind as I'm planning for the upcoming years. Now, the story is, uh, I went from a single channel partnership affiliate consulting gig, which was typically direct response email affiliates. That's where I got my start. Uh, that's what I knew. I was an affiliate manager and I would organize traffic and paid sends. We do resips, etc., et cetera, et cetera. Well, that evolved to an omni-channel partnership executive team leader role as I got better and as I developed more business development within the companies that I worked with. And it continued to challenge me to become a better leader and to think past my own expectations, my own limiting beliefs. And a lot of us face this. I've never been in a position yet in the past, probably eight years, 10 years now, that I could sit still. I'm constantly asked to evolve and asking myself to evolve and grow past myself and my own expectations, my own thoughts, my own limiting beliefs. That is very challenging. And the beauty of AI now, is that you can ask dumb questions. (laughs) You can ask in confidence all these questions that you'd be shy to ask other people, as well as get out of your own way, challenge your assumptions, challenge your biases, as well as your team biases. So that's really what I like. And the fact that you're not gonna get bombarded by marketing and you're gonna go down rabbit holes uh, and take you away from your primary objective, which was initially planning and retrospect. So I've shifted my personal approach from looking at it as a problem to an opportunity, okay? So number one, I want to learn and grow. That's my new objective, my new perspective. I want to learn from others and embrace the challenge. I stop looking at it as, oh, I can't level up. No, I want to. I want to learn from others. I want to embrace that. Number two, though, it's got to be fun. I think of this now as a challenge. I want to shift it from being oh, I can't solve this, this sucks, and and I'm never going to get better, to this is an opportunity, and this is fun, and I want to continue to problem solve with people and learn. Number three is, how can I ask better questions? One of my favorite books by my favorite author is Keith J. Cunningham, and he has a book called The Road Less Stupid, and I mention it all the time, and I have so many powerful questioning prompts now based on that book alone. But really, I just want to continue to evolve the way I ask questions. And I'm going to get into exactly how you can use that in your day-to-day, but also Also, how you can evolve it to a strategy planning to get you outside of your own biases and think clearly and more high level than you ever could before without AI and without prompting systems. Asking powerful questions is like unveiling a canvas of possibilities. Tony Robbins has a quote. It says, successful people ask better questions and as a result, they get better answers. And it's so true. I've noticed myself, You know, when I ask questions that are inadequate, I get inadequate answers and Questions equal inadequate answers back, period. So every time I have a question, I say, is that the best question? Could I level this up? And hey, now we can use DPT to say, is this the best question? Give me 10 other possible questions that I could ask. This is the way now that we all have to think. We all have to leverage it in a way that we can actually get use out of it. Rather than looking at it as competition, I'm looking at at as get out of my own way. I need to get out of my own possible, you know, limiting beliefs. Whatever's happening up here now, I can say challenge that. So let's continue to walk through though, because this will help you build out your one, three, five, and ten year plan. Again, this is a prompting system to build to. Seven figure, eight figure, nine figures. Okay, it doesn't matter what the figure is or what the amount of money, just know it's going to get you to the next level and a system you can continue to use in your annual planning, quarterly planning, etc. Now, this helps also empower teams to think differently and strategically without you having to be present. Everybody has a superpower. My superpower is strategy. I'm not a salesperson and uh, I'm not an extrovert, okay? So what I want to do is strategically position things with teams that aren't strategic thinkers, maybe. Maybe that's not their superpower and that's okay. Not everyone's analytical. Some people just have different superpowers. But what this allows for is when I'm not in the room, people can still do the strategy thinking on their own based on these prompts. So it's no judgment it's no marketing and it's totally unbiased. Number one, success has best practices. So you need to seek an input and study others and challenge your assumptions. Challenge, like That is my bumper sticker for the world is just challenge every assumption you're making constantly. Not to the point to drive yourself crazy, but check in on those assumptions. What assumptions have you made that might be limiting you in the tomorrow that you want to plan for? Also create a process that your team can use. This is what it's gonna deliver and then refine the process. What I'm gonna unveil today to you isn't necessarily the perfect system. It doesn't have to be perfected in order for you to take action with it. So this is the $100 million prompt system that I've used to automate uh, all my planning this year. And I'm starting it. I'm going to refine it next year. It's going to become better. If you're interested, I'm going to have a link in the show notes below. Go ahead and check out the actual framework. You can then download it and use it with your teams. Otherwise, listen to today's episode, take notes, and develop your own prompts and your own templates so your teams can start to use them. So let's go through this step-by-step process. Step one, you're going to define your roadmap, okay? What's your state of the company today? Everything from your mission statement, your company name, um, your annual revenue, your channels of marketing, your ROI, your revenue per channel, etc. Get really granular. And again, the sheet that I'm going to reference within this video, everything's already done for you. You just got to fill in the blanks on this thing. And the reason why we're doing this is because we're going to leverage this later in a prompt to completely develop a a profile on our company and our objectives. So you're going to define your one-year plan, your three-year target, your five-year objectives, your 10-year objectives. You don't have to know all those things. Really, these are just high levels. So if you're a million-dollar company today... In three years, you want to be a $3 million. In five years, you want to be five. And in 10, you want to be a $20 million company. That's your high-level objective. That's your North Star. And then maybe it's not just revenue. Maybe there's other objectives, non-revenue related, that you want to accomplish. You want to be the leader in this industry. You want to build this particular facility or this new product. So all these things are relevant. You're going to put it into a nice framework that then is going to build a profile for you when you come back to this later on in the steps. Okay. So that's step one. You're also going to build your financial roadmap. How much are you making today and how much do you want to make in 10 years? So again, you're going to plug and play all of these variables. Before we get into the episode, make sure to visit partnerupprofits.com to get access to my library of systems, tools, templates, and courses to help you and your teams level up in affiliate and influencer marketing strategies. The Bootstrapper's Guide to Influencer Marketing is the go-to resource for making sense of how to profitably start, build, and scale an influencer marketing program, and it's got over two hours of free video lessons along with a resource guide. And I'm constantly adding new things to make your life easier with plug-and-play tools and templates, and it doesn't stop at influencer marketing. So if you like done-for-you systems and free stuff, then be sure to go to PartnerUpProfits.com and join the community today. Step two, this is my favorite step, okay? At the end of the year, you're always thinking, okay, by this season, and there's seasons of business, there's seasons of reflection. And for me, Q4 is a season of reflection, retrospect, and introspect, so I can better plan for next year. But it's really hard, especially when you got to start thinking outside of your own box, you know, like, what can I do to level up next year? I don't always have the answers, especially if I'm expected to do double what we did this year. So because we're limited in how many interactions we can have in a day, sometimes it's easier just to have conversations with yourself. Sounds weird, but this is the way to do it. So in step two, it's called the challenge your assumptions uh, step. Now in this one, we're going to do a retrospect, a reflection, a challenge assumptions, and a SWOT. So if you've never heard of these things, I'm going to go ahead and click through and make sure I follow along with the actual plan I'm looking at. So the first step is to challenge your assumptions. I like this one a lot. Um, Last year, I made a lot of assumptions and every year I make assumptions in business and in personal life. On what I think is going to move the needle and what I, you know, action is gonna uh, produce output. So let's just take an example. The assumption is last year, I thought by hiring three people doing XYZ, they would produce uh, XYZ in revenue or, you know, this outcome. The actual result was this. So now I've got a column that says here's the assumption. And here was the actual result from last year. This is the past year, okay? So you're going to list like your 10 top assumptions that you made and the actual result. This could be good or bad. It doesn't have to be negative or positive. Just make a list of the assumptions. And then based on that, um, we're going to do a prompt that's going to analyze those assumptions and say... What did we do wrong? What did we do right? How can we make better assumptions next year based on the outcome we want to achieve? Okay, so that's step one of the phase two approach. And then for next year, now we're going to do new assumptions. And I I suggest doing the past year's assumptions first so that then you can craft better upcoming assumptions. So now what I'm saying is, what's this upcoming year look like? What are the assumptions I made? Based on the prompt now that I got back, um, what did I learn from that? Maybe I didn't learn anything, maybe I did, but hopefully the prompt allows you to dive a little bit deeper and understand why things didn't work and what else you should consider. Now make 10 new assumptions, okay? So what are the assumptions of the upcoming year? And you're gonna put 10 of those, you know, and you can do more, you can do less, it doesn't matter. And then what's your expected result of that same assumption now for the upcoming year? Now you're going to go back to the prompt system. You're going to say, take these assumptions, take these expected results associated to the assumption, and let me know if these are accurate, if there's anything I'm not considering, or if there's better assumptions and better expected results I should be considering. So again, it's lateral thinking. It's strategic lateral thinking across the board to think of like parallel universes that could exist. It's not a pessimistic way of looking at it. It's a realistic way of looking at it. And this is the way that my mind kind of works already, but not everyone's minds work that way. And including my own, I need to get outside of my own assumptions and biases. So that's uh, the assumption, challenging the assumptions phase next one is strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. This is called a SWOT. And this isn't a new concept, I didn't invent this, but again, I'm inventing the prompt that I'm going to use to give to the teams, to give to myself, that I can repeat every quarter, every week, every month, every year, however I want to analyze things as to what's going right in the business and what's not. So on the left, you've got a positive um, column, and then you've got your internal factors and your external factors to your right columns. Under internal factors, under positive, you've got your strengths. What are you doing right in the business or what's going right? To the right of that, you're going to have an external factor of opportunities. What are things potentially outside of your control that are opportunities that you'd like to explore? And then again, we've got a prompt below the strengths one that says, Listed below are the strengths. So you're going to copy all those strengths you just listed. What are the strategic ways to leverage these strengths? What are the recommendations to achieve X percent year-over-year growth for the next X years or the outcome you're trying to achieve? And then what are other areas related to these key strengths we should consider focusing to achieve this outcome? And then to the right now for opportunities, you're going to repeat that prompt, but it's going to be a little bit of a variance based on these are my opportunities, these are my outcomes. What else should I consider, etc. And then there's some additional prompts you can actually put in. So you know, you after you've done one prompt, as you well know, it doesn't always give you the exact things. You're going to continue to prompt, and I have a couple suggestions that I'd put in, but you got to kind of have a conversation with the AI at that point. Then you're going to go through the negative side. <laughs> Again, this is now the uh, weaknesses and threats out of the SWOT exercise. So now I'm going to list my 10 negative weaknesses that are internally controlled by me. What's within the company, within our control, that we're just having a hard time with or that's not working? And then I'm going to also list in the external factors outside of our control what are threats? And then, same process, I'm going to go through and put in a prompt. Based on these external internal factors of these weaknesses within our company, ABC, what we're trying to achieve, what are strategic ways to overcome these weaknesses. And then to the right, do the same thing with the threats. And again, you're going to get a list of all these suggestions based on AI that, again, gets you outside of your own biases and you can have a conversation. And this is an open conversation. This isn't going to give you a definitive right or wrong answer, but it's going to expand your thought process. So that's the SWOT exercise and that's the end of phase two. So that was step two. Step three now is define your team. If some of these steps aren't relevant, you can skip over them. But for me, the key thing is building a bigger team. And because the partnership's portfolio and the expanding of the department continues to be new to me in a lot of ways, or at least it's hypothetical or philosophical that there's different ways to achieve the same outcome. And I want to start to think about that. I want to think, again, think laterally on how do I build this team? So what I did in my experience was... I'm going to list all my roles and responsibilities, so all my people on my team. That's the first step. I'm going to put their name in and then I'm going to put in their mission. So what's their mission? By the way, you should assign missions to people, <laughs> uh, a one-line mission statement of their role, uh, their KPIs, key performance indicators. I'd limit it to you know two or three KPIs. Uh, what are they responsible for? Moving the needle. What's their key focus? You know, what's their area of focus? And then listed five to seven responsibilities as to what they're held accountable for in doing in their role. And then out of all that, I'm going to now say how much money is being managed or produced by this team made up of X amount of people, made up of X amount of salary and whatever else they're being paid today. So let's say I have a team of 50 people, we're producing $25 million. I know that's an expert employee, and I need to get to $100 million. How many employees do I need? What other KPIs and what other roles, responsibilities? So I'm going to prompt the system later based on the one, three, five, and 10-year objective and targets where I want to bring the company to. So again, you might already have a good roadmap in your head as to how this evolves. You might already have the training, but provided that you're in a situation, you don't know the next steps, and you're trying to think, again, laterally, or just not have to rely on so many expensive consultants... AI is kind of your best friend. You can confide in it you can explain the weaknesses you have, your limiting beliefs, or just expand your thought process. So now I would just plug this into an AI and say, this is my team. This is how much money we're producing. I want to get to here in one year, in five years, in 10 years. What is the systematic approach to building this team? What are the next steps? And list the priority. And you, know, you can really get deep with these prompts. So I've provided these prompts already in the system that I'm sharing today you can go ahead and download it. I'm talking through it for those of you listening to the audio. Hopefully this is sparking some imagination at the very least, Um, but this is a systematic approach that's gonna continue to get refined. So now we're gonna move into phase four. So we've covered the, you know, define your roadmap, the uh, retrospect, reflect, challenge assumptions, do the SWOT analysis, get all that out of the way. Then define your team, all your roles, responsibilities, and the current state of affairs as to what they're managing. And then we're going to run prompts now for one, three, five, and 10 years and get a roadmap for the years to come and play around with it. So now in the phase four tab that I'm looking at, I'm gonna scroll to the top. And basically I've got a prompt system that says, you're gonna go back and take the roadmap of the company definition that I've given you. Here's Here it is, and you're gonna paste that in, right? Then the second prompt is saying, we're on track this year to earn X amount of money with this many people. Now I need a roadmap to get to the one-year target of achieving X amount. And here are the one-year OKRs. For the one-year process, I think it's safe to assume you should know what those top-level objectives are and potential key results. And you know some planning should already have went into this that you can feed the system and say, if we're trying to achieve these objectives based on what we have in our team today, how would you go about doing that? Give me a full plan, give me objectives per person and give me key results. You can get really granular with the system. And what it produces is very close to um, the accurate plan that I would run with. I then refine it, but I think it just, it gets you, um, it takes off so much of the burden in a lot of ways. So that's what I would do. And then at that point, I would also do the prompt system for the three-year plan, the five-year plan, the 10-year plan. You don't have to define all the objectives for those years just yet. But I think it's like, define that now and see what it tells you. And then next year, save that whole prompt iteration that it gave you and look back on it. How close was it? How accurate? Develop that feedback loop to see, wow, this thing's on track. This is really guiding me in the right way. I'm going to continue to do this. Or again, challenge the assumptions. Last year, you know, the assumption was that you'd given me was that if I did this and this, you know, they would do this and some of those worked and these are the ones that it worked with and these assumptions didn't work. Now develop a better plan based on what you know, based on the experience and develop a new one, three, five and 10 year target plan. And again, spit out all the objectives, the key results and what I need to do. Lay out the roadmap for me. So it's not a perfect system, but again, it's your counterpart in planning and the better you get at this and the more systematic you get that you can rinse and repeat and give the Your team, they can start doing this for you on your behalf without you having to actually do all the planning. The other prompts that I like to use, um, we talked about, you know, all the phases, and that would pretty much give you the one, three, five, and ten-year plan, give you roadmap, plan out your objectives. But I I don't want to stop there. I want to think about expansive prompts. So, what are expansive prompts? It's something that's going to again think higher level than what you're capable of thinking today. So. One is strategy strategies, best practices. So now I'll ask what are 20 questions I should be asking as it relates to this outcome? What are 20 possible strategies I should be considering as it relates to this outcome? And there are probably 20 questions, 20 prompts that I have that would develop thousands of different answers that are, again, just, you can have a conversation with this. And at the end of it, you've got a whole new perspective on, on how this works. I've also developed um, a communication conflict resolution collaboration prompt strategy. So again, at the end of the year, as you're thinking of teams and they're bringing you some problems, instead of you having to sit down and, and think from scratch, I developed everything from like, you know, are you having issues with your teams? Plug in the issue plug in, um, the person, the category of company, and then explain, you know, so it says like, I am this person in this company. Um, I'm having issues with this person meeting deadlines. Of course, the quick answer is to fire them (laughs) and replace them. But you know, what are other ways that I could, um, support, encourage, empower them to not make this same either mistake or oversight and get really creative with the way that you can train your teams. And the other thing that I would suggest is team building exercises. I like to look at these prompts as, okay, I've got these teams, I've got these issues, and uh, these are all the roles and responsibilities. Now give me some training, give me some feedback on how I can coach, mentor, support them better in the upcoming year and in the years to come. And if you're an individual using this expansive prompt system, you can also just ask, I'm experiencing these limiting factors in my role. I want to up-level, I want to achieve this in my career development. What training should I look at? What expertise should I develop? What skills should I start to entertain more of? So throughout the process of all these different prompts, you can continue to build, but I wouldn't just limit yourself to the planning. I would also you know, continue to develop expansive prompts to get you thinking a little bit more clearly and a bit more high level. And that's it. I mean, this is the blueprint that I'm using, and Again, if you run through the system, I'll say that you're going to experience a really cool result (laughs) with what you get. Uh, I was blown away. I didn't realize that it could uh, actually spit out that kind of plan. And that was one of the lessons for myself is um, we as as human beings and, and not as AI entities just yet, we're limiting ourselves all the time. We're not asking the hard questions because again, we're thinking that there's no way that Possibly there could be an answer to that. So we have to free ourselves. And it's kind of like the matrix when they free themselves from the matrix, for those of you, and I'm aging myself now, but literally understanding that there are expansive possibilities within AI and that we're the limiting ones creating limiting questions. And that the higher level questions we can do, the more we ask, the more abundance mentality we have, the better questions that we're going to develop and the better answers we're going to get back. So keep striving to push yourself in that. It's it's difficult. It's challenging. But I'm continuing to do it myself and I'm seeing a lot better results from it. So hopefully this was useful for you. Again, check out the show notes below. Check out partnerprofits.com. I'm going to have this available on the site that you can download, give to your teams, practice, or you can develop it yourself. But you know, this is going to save you a lot of hours instead of you having to develop it. Practice it, try it, see if you like it. Let me know and comment and uh, let me know if there's anything else that you've added to it to benefit you and your teams in the upcoming years. I'll see you on the next episode. Take care. All right, just before you go, make sure to visit partnerupprofits.com. Sign up to the weekly newsletter to get the latest trends and updates on partnership marketing strategies that include affiliates and influencers. I promise it won't be boring, it'll be worth it, and you'll get notified when new episodes go live, and you'll also get instant access to any new tools that I build and add to the Partner up Profits collection. Be sure to check it out often as I'm adding new things all the time. Go to partnerupprofits.com today. That's all we've got for this Partner Up Profits podcast episode. As always, I hope you leave here today with one new idea that you can apply to your life and business. I'd be forever grateful to you for leaving a review of this episode. And if you like it, rate it a five or give it a thumbs up and just leave a quick comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also, make sure to link up with us at partnerofprofits.com on social media. And please just share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, you're just one partnership away from changing your business. Let others do the selling for you and get ready to partner up and profit.